Welcome back. So I did this instead of killing myself, everyone. There's people in the apartment, so I have to do this in one take. Hope you guys are doing well. Happy Monday. It's, uh, what's the date? This is the week of August 14th, 2023, and uh, I got a haircut. Yeah, if you're watching, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I uh, got a haircut on Friday, and uh, I didn't want to go this short, but basically... The, the the hairdresser lady didn't speak English, so I said, uh, I don't want to go too short. She said, I make, I make, it, it's good, and uh, she cut it like this, so there's nothing I could do. I kind of miss the long hair. I feel like a dog. You know, those, you ever see a dog that has like a, uh, when they get their hair cut really short and they lose all self-confidence and don't really know how to be? I just feel fragile. Whatever. If you like it, say something nice in the things. If you don't, don't say anything. Maybe I'll shave it all off. I don't know. Maybe I'll go with a hairstyle like our buddy, uh, our guest today. Because our guest today, awesome. First New York comic guest today. Very excited. Very nice guy. But this guy also has... uh, Little little recession. That's probably not the first thing he wants me to say about him. But receding hairline. What's up? See, candidate for hair surgery. But uh, anyway, let me just get into our guest. Our guest today, awesome dude, um, new friend in New York City, Zach Kasich. I I really like this guy. Um, in New York, you know, it's hard to it's hard to make new friends. But hit it off with Zach very early because he's just such a uh, such a. Such an accessible guy, nice guy, very likable on stage. He's been in New York City two years. He's from Syracuse, um, originally from New Jersey. Uh, he's very entertaining, very quick on his feet. I'm trying to think of a comic that he reminds me of. I I, I don't know. For some reason, I want to say Ron Howard, although that's not even that's not really right. But you'll see on the interview. He's um, I, I really like his his tone of speaking. He's very very quick with with jokes, lots of punchlines, very great polished material, um, and he is a super nice guy. He has a car here. He lives here in Queens, and he's been nice enough. We've we've uh, carpooled around the area, going to Mike's, and been very gracious, showing us around and and doing some stuff. Um, gets booked, performs all over the city. He's got a lot of great content on his Instagram, so please follow him. Um, in this interview, if you are listening and you're not from New York, you get a real taste of what it's like to, to be in New York. I pick his brain about, you know, what his experience has been like the last two years. We talk about a roommate situation. Alexis makes a very brief cameo in the beginning of the interview about, you know, how we're like fighting before we start recording. So you'll get a taste of that. He tells about his roommate situation and how the housing situation in New York is very fluid. You never feel like you're very secure in like what situation you have if you're trying to land an apartment. Um, you always feel like you're on the verge of homelessness, which we've definitely felt in finding a place here. Um, Zach talks about when he came to New York, he never had a romantic glimmer in his eye. I definitely have that, but it's fading quickly, that, that romanticizing of New York. Um, we go over Zach's opinions on the New York homeless population he talks about what it's like riding the subway so you get an inside look into that he's got some really good subway grifter stories um he tells us the experience of an nyu grad party where he's hanging out with younger students and how he kind of hates the the younger (laughs) doesn't hate him but we talk about that um talk a little bit about zach's upbringing he was raised by a single mom for much of his life 
uh, talk about his experience with therapy. Wouldn't be an episode of this podcast if we talk about therapy. Uh, and why you picked a therapist with the most Italian-sounding name. Pro tip. Go for the Italians. Um, and we also talk about his dating life. He also has a track record with dating Italian girls from Long Island. So uh, we had a lot of fun uh, interviews, about an hour and a half. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I'm not going to shout out the local South Carolina shows, but as a reminder, please follow Greenville SC Comedy on Instagram for details about local shows. Hope you guys are all doing well there in South Carolina. Um, and yeah, hope you guys have a great week, and I hope you enjoy my interview with Zach. Here it is. This is the sluttiest outfit I have. This is my ankle cleavage. <laughs> yeah. It is actually. Do I look like a slut? It, we're we're going. It's starting. I brushed my hair for this. Uh, so. Hello, welcome, welcome back to the show. Hello, show. <laughs> Alexis, go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come say hi? Yeah, you guys got a weird brother sister dynamic, and I don't like it. Yeah, I want, I want, like you guys are fighting as if, like, I basically feel like he's asking you for the rent money in, in advance, and I don't like how that's going. We're, yeah, we're just, I want you. Can you guys just like be nice for five seconds? Like, hey David, love you. thank you. Jesus, I love you too. The tension in this room is palpable. I want to. So Zach, what's your opinion of Alexis? Close it. What's my opinion? <laughs> uh, oh, let's get in early. Now that the doors closed. Let me tell you how I really feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a terrible person, right? She's, <laughs> dude, she's, I'm just she's, she's fine. I'm just kidding. Great. I love your guys' dynamic. I feel like you either like. Your dynamic kind of says to me that there is some un there's uh, some unspoken about things. <laughs> <laughs> Something has to be talked about, and nobody has said anything yet. But you know, what are you implying, Zach? Nothing, mm. literally nothing. I just feel like you know somebody accidentally left a couple of extra dishes in the sink. Oh yeah, it's like you know instead of instead of me saying it, I'm just gonna passively aggressively tell you that you're a piece of shit. So that goes on. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We're we're adjusting to the roommate situation. Roommate situations are if you don't hate a roommate a little, you're not having a good time. Like, yeah. I feel you have to a little bit. Yeah, you're not even interacting if you don't hate a little bit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, hate's a strong word. I think just uh we have like a verbal disagreement every so often that just needs to happen. Wait, you're talking about your roommate situation? I love I actually have really good roommates. But you have two? I have two. Okay. Uh, okay. So do do let's get into it early. Uh so I have two roommates. Uh, one of them is a, is a stand-up comic and, uh, we live with this older gentleman who's about 65, Okay, like a, a very handsome Singaporean man. Like he's, he's kind of heavy, but he has beautiful hair uh-huh. and I, I, he's, his routine in the morning takes forever. He's okay. in the bathroom for solid, maybe 30, 45 minutes in the morning. Uh-huh. But when he comes out, you can see like the steam from the shower, like parting the seas naked. No, no, he wears a towel. But I just, towel? But I just okay. see this like ruggedly handsome man in his sixties, and I'm like, okay, I can see why it, I can see why it takes so long. Yeah, it feels like he has to put a lot of pieces together. You from know, from Singapore. He's from Singapore. China, right? uh, is that China? Dude, don't do, <laughs> we can't do geography here. China, okay. Yeah, I don't know anything about Singapore. All I know is that I live with somebody from Singapore. How did you meet this guy? Uh, Craigslist, just like all of the, <laughs> just like every great roommate situation. No, yeah. uh, the truth of the matter is, uh, I guess I'll start from day one. So I moved, I've been in New York for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a hilarious stand-up comedian. Yes. As you guys probably As would, we will as we'll talk probably, about, as we'll, yes. As we'll get into, obviously. And he'll but. embody the funniness. Um, yes. So I moved to New York. So I, the, uh, I moved to New York September of 2021, end of September of 2021. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, in August, I actually rented an Airbnb for a week because I was just looking for somewhere to live. Okay. So I was like, I needed to figure out some sort of housing situation. And then uh, I found uh, a comic who was looking for a roommate. Mm-hmm. And he gave me like a virtual tour of his apartment. Mm-hmm. And then he prefaced it by saying like, hey, dude, I might have to give this apartment away to another comedian that's already verbally committed to it. And I go, that's fine. Like, I, I was like, why did you even show it to me? Though? That's what I said. He goes, <laughs> the, he goes, the guy looked at it two weeks ago and still hasn't given me the security deposit. OK, that's when so I, he's flaking a little bit. That's so when he I needed learned, the hedge yeah. to get you in. There. That's okay. when I learned about New York housing that the fact nobody's that they're putting people on retainer. <laughs> yeah, Nobody's all in. Nobody's yeah, nobody. For nobody sure. FOMO is at, a, at the highest level uh, when it comes to yeah. New York housing. Yeah. So this guy is like, he's super cool. He's one of my good friends now. Mm-hmm. So. I see the apartment like virtually and then like three mm-hmm. hours later he texts me and goes it's a no-go the guy actually gave me the money and I go that's fine he goes but there's a comedian in Astoria looking for uh, somebody to take over a room uh-huh. I'm gonna send you his info okay so I just DM'd him and I go hey man uh, I'm in town for the week can I look at the place he goes can you be here like this afternoon I was like absolutely it was like a 10 block walk up to the place and uh it's my like this uh like walk-up apartment but it's a divi- one of those like divided uh houses mm-hmm. so it's one apartment is the left door and it's its own apartment and then the other door is the other apartment where you walk upstairs to the top level oh this sounds cool it's a dude, this is all your guys' space dude yes this, sounds this way apartment better than ours. this apartment fucking ruled is it, it a lot was, better than ours it's it's dude it was the best apartment i've ever lived in it was <gasps> so it was an old like building built in, like wait you got the exposed brick no, Does that, that exposed no. Brick? well, no, this one wasn't exposed brick, but it, the the new apartment is. I'll I'll, I'll get to that. Oh God, okay. Yeah, there's so many. Right there's so many levels to this. <laughs> so yeah. I look at this place, and the 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 room that's available, dude, it's the size of a large studio apartment. Okay. It is a sick bedroom, and I'm like, this has got to be thousands of dollars a month. And he goes, No, man, it's actually pretty affordable. And I'm like, All right. I, I said, I will give you money right now. Uh-huh. And he goes, Like if he goes, All right. <laughs> I go, yeah, I'll, like, I'll give you a check right now. He goes, all right. So I did show the place to another guy like two hours before. I go, I just had this happen, dude. Like, <laughs> I was like, my New York experience so far is not great. Yeah. So he goes, but he goes, I'm getting the vibe from the guy that this is definitely not going to work out. He goes, so I'm pretty sure by the end of the day, this will be your, your place. And uh-huh. I go, awesome. And uh, I go out into the city. I'm just going to start, like, you know, doing open mics and just, like, just... So you were just killing walk, time doing just mics. Just walking around New York. Exactly. Yeah. And then he DM me, like, two hours later. He goes, that guy backed out. The place is yours. Nice. So I was, like, sick. I literally, nice. I literally like, like Venmoed him the, yeah. the security right there. I was, like, there you go, buddy. Yeah. So this is your first time getting a spot in New York. Yes. So that was... Uh, yeah, August of 21. And you I, moved from where? Ohio? No, uh, I'm from uh, Syracuse, New York. I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's the Ohio of upstate. Up yeah. Yeah. I call it the... It's... Somebody t- compared Syracuse to Cleveland, Ohio. They said okay. it's almost the same town. That's why I said that. Yeah. So if, if anybody <laughs> here is, is living in, in Cleveland, let me tell you, your town sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I love the Cleveland Browns. They're my favorite team to root for. because Cleveland is stereotypical. They're just a typical blue-collar shit. town, regular. Yeah. Just There's nothing great about it. You know, there's a couple of things, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just Cleveland. Even I mean, LeBron left twice. That's all you need yeah. to know. I mean, yeah. Once you, if your prodigal son is like, I'm gonna leave twice. It's right. just like maybe he hates you. Right. You know. Yeah. It's like a bad stepfather. Yeah. But um, all right. So I'm living in that apartment for a minute. 
literally there for three months after I move in. And we get a notice from the landlord that he's kicking us out and moving his his daughter and her husband into our apartment. They could just do that? They could just do that, yeah. They, there's no squatter's rights on that because the it's a year-to-year lease. So they're just like... But you signed a year lease. I didn't sign dick. I didn't yes. sign, I wasn't on the lease. So I was like, dude, I could literally leave tomorrow if I wanted to. Right. But I liked these guys and I had a good living situation. Right. But, but the other people did. So how did they get out of it? They so uh the old the, so the older guy that we live with ha- is like like knew that guy uh, uh-huh. the landlord on like a personal level. Okay, he was like, just give us the amount of time that we need to like get out of the apartment. And he goes basically give us till January first so we can vacate the premises. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, yes, you have to the end of the year to get out basically. So we have a month and a half to find an apartment. Okay, which is never fun, especially <laughs> here. Uh, so like trying to find the place was crazy. The other thing, too, that I keep forgetting about is we had a fourth roommate in this apartment. Okay. And this dude, the best way I could describe him was, like, if the human embodiment of PTSD. <laughs> like, the dude was from, mid, I think he was from, like, Eastern Europe, and he would he was an aggressive alcoholic, and he, he would get drunk and then talk about fights he would have with bears in the old country. Okay. <laughs> He's like, dude, any man comes up to me, he goes... They have no idea what they're dealing with. I used to wrestle bears. <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck away from me, dude. Here was he, it was Ukrainian? Eastern I don't, European? It was Eastern so European. It was something, something. Okay. I, I, and you could see it. I was uh-huh. like, you, he had the thousand yard stare of like, this is a, like this this guy, is has, a guy from infancy who was fighting like bear cubs. He has seen <laughs> some shit. <laughs> yeah, he looked. So this is your fourth roommate. In this, this is my fourth. Okay, and uh, and the place you got to get it get kicked out of. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Within the week of us finding out that we're getting kicked out, that dude just fucking leaves. Like, just packs all of his shit and is gone. You know like, where he went? We I have no <laughs> idea. I I ca- I caught him in in uh, in a ha- in the hallway as he was like moving stuff. Yeah. Out of his um, his room. Mm-hmm. I go, where are you going? He goes, I'm moving out, dude. And I go, yeah, but we have to pay rent next month. And he goes, I'm not paying rent. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, well, based on the uh, the you fighting a bear, I don't think I'm going to ask you for the rent. <laughs> I'm pretty scared of you. to be like, Dude, you have to pay. <laughs> I'm actually very like, scared of you. So just square up on you, bro. I couldn't be more yeah. scared of a person. Like, <laughs> so he. Did he have an accent? No, I'm I, not paying the rent. A little bit. That's the thing is that I felt like it. It, it, it like, was in and out, like Soviet block. Like he was a normal guy, but like once he got I a couple of drinks in him, he's just like, "I'll fucking kill you with everything in my being." And I'm like, "Oh God, oh no, this guy, has, this guy fights bears, dude." Like, yeah. So he just left. So I had to like explain to my roommates like, hey, the fourth just left. So we got to pool together the extra Yeah, money. so like what do we do? And luckily like this is when I was like, all right, I think we have a great like situation with this older guy because he's mm-hmm. like, I called the landlord, explained to him the situation. He said he's just going to take rent from us three. Right. That's it. And then okay. we just leave. And I was like, I don't know what kind of magic you speak, but you're a good person. Yeah. I can already tell you're a good guy. Right. I was like, and I'd love to continue to live with somebody like this because mm-hmm. you're a good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we basically, the three of us were like, we got to find a place. And we got down to like the like 25th hour. We had to find a place in like two weeks. Yeah. And we had our first place we looked at fell through, which yeah. was a bummer. But then my other roommate found a place on Craigslist, and I was like, I'm not in love with that, but it was actually a pretty decent enough apartment, and they didn't do like any checks on us, mm-hmm. so they're like, just give us enough money to cover first and second, and we all did, and we moved into the place at the end of the month. 
So and that's where I live now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good enough. It's it's a so perfectly think, fine apartment. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the, yeah, it feels like controlled chaos. Like okay, so a lot of people that aren't uh, that are listening like haven't lived here in New York. Mm-hmm. Like if they're from South Carolina or whatever. What up? Shout out. But uh, yeah, I, it was it was similar for us. It's just like we did. We had no idea what to look for. Or yeah, you have no idea. Like no. It, like when you big, yeah. When, now you living in Syracuse. Did you know a lot about the city before you came? Yeah, like I. So I was born in New Jersey. Okay, I'm so originally you, from New Jersey, and mm-hmm. we used to do kind of like. Uh, if we weren't going down to the Jersey Shore, we would like yeah. pop into the city for like a few days. Yeah. So I've done like the whole rigmarole of the city, mm-hmm. like the the Statue of Liberty, and I've done all the touristy stuff. Um, you know, and so it, the city wasn't like foreign to me. Mm-hmm. The the most foreign part of the city was like figuring out how to live here. How to live here? Yeah. Yeah. Like understanding yeah. the you know the trains and how everything operates. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. nothing's going to be perfect. Nothing. No. So I you just got to say like yeah. fuck it. We'll just. I also like. Yeah, we'll I'm, do it. I was never the type of person to have like that. Uh, like the the, sh- I don't know what the right word is like to have uh, that glimmer in my eye when I first got here. You didn't have the optimism. I didn't have like that. You have the romance. I, I didn't idea. have that like Midwestern girl who hops off the bus and is just like the city is my dreams. Like I was. I, <laughs> I was, have that. Dude. No, dude, you need to cut that out right now. <laughs> like, like it's okay to be fun and have a good time, but like. Don't don't fall in love with this place too much. <laughs> I think you treat it like a Sex like this is not that great here, dude. No, it's great. No, dude, New York City legitimately is the greatest city in the world. Mm-hmm. For every you it literally has everything within like a 10-mile radius. Like it just yeah. you have everything that you need. You also have so many horrible people <laughs> and you have to <laughs> that you have to navigate through. Yeah. And it's just and there's so many different walks. There's just like entitled finance people yep. and then just these influx of horrible homeless people and like <laughs> they're not horrible is a tough the word. The subway grifters. The you got grifted. a couple of stories. I do have subway a subway grifter story. I do love uh, I love the the uh, the end train haggler. He's one could of my you f- could you explain to people who have not been on the subway often okay. about what this vibe is? Because the vibe of the subway is basically you talked about the guys coming between the cars. I remember. Yeah, so as part of your bit, I've heard. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to run bits on this. Don't thing, burn but. the bit. No, no, it's no, it's fucking great. Why would I do that? Paint a picture for the folks. (laughs) Yeah, so riding the train in New York is kind of like your first day on the job every day. I feel like Mm -hmm. you have to kind of like navigate all these different people and understand like where they're coming from, and then like it's just a bunch of like train cars that have uh, emergency door in the middle of all of them. Right. And the funniest part of it is that there's a giant sign on every door that says, yo, don't open this right. when the train is in Do motion. Not. Yeah. And it, it just, scr- there's like, yeah, you're going to, you could fall through the cracks and die. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes through the middle door. I've done it before you too. Have? Okay, yeah. I haven't gone through the I've gone door through the middle doors to get away from a weird guy that fell asleep on me. Like, <laughs> I was like, the train's in motion, but Wait, I don't so want. So what this- happened? He was sleeping on you, and were you close to the door, like on this he, side? And you just like I was slung. I was away. going. I was going to do a show in the Lower East Side, and I was. Uh, we were like at. I think we were at like Twenty Eighth Street, uh-huh. and I'm just sitting there minding my own business. And a dude with a half ripped sweatpant leg walks in. I go, all right. So he he's not going to be cool. Obviously, can't be the, <laughs> can't be the coolest guy I've ever met. Wait, you judge him because of the half ripped sweatpants leg? Yeah, there were. Yeah, I mean, there were half ripped sweatpants. He's he was, obviously, a piece he was, of shit. Yeah, no, he's not a. I don't think he was a piece of shit. But I just knew he wasn't going to be a fun hang. <laughs> okay, like he wasn't going to be like the, the coolest. Yeah. 
So I... I'm kidding. Fuck that guy, bro. No, I'm sure he's doing great. <laughs> Where, wherever he's fallen asleep in the on the sidewalk, I'm sure he's doing fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sitting there. I'm just like running bits. Just like looking over my notes. And the dude just sits next to me. And I'm like, all right, I'll just hang. That's fine. I mean, whatever. And then he just fucking conks out on, on me. Just falls right asleep. Okay. And I go, dude, what the fuck? And he goes, what? Huh? And I'm like, dude, I was like, fucking get away from me. And he goes, man, what? Leave me alone. And I'm like, all right. So I just got up and I just walked right through the middle car. Because I was like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I had to get off in like two stops. So it wasn't like that big of a deal. Mm. But I was like, hmm. And that was within like the first four months. And I was like, okay, this is fun. I just got to get used to this now. The etiquette on the subway is interesting. I, uh, I don't know. I, I notice it's similar to an elevator and you get off the stop. You have to walk. They let people off before you get on. Yeah. Um, nobody makes eye contact with anyone. Perfect. Yeah. Love Do you that. like that? I absolutely dude, love it. Everybody's so cold towards one another. Love I love that. I'm uh, like. <laughs> I don't. Dude, I've had. People I, look so dead inside on the subway. My least favorite it thing on much. the subway is when a group of young kids get on that are like having a night of partying and they just start like just screaming. Oh, I don't like that. And I'm and but they're but they have no they have they add nothing to society. Uh, all they do is just talk about bullshit. Yeah, they're just like, oh, I'm so drunk, dude. I did all these shots, and then this girl is just like, Oh my god, Instagram! And I'm just yeah. like, Oh, kill yourself, dude! Sure. Like, just and I hate they, you. And but they don't have any frame of reference. No, for how loud they're being. No frame of reference. They're young <laughs> and they're young, and I'm hot, and everything's fine. <laughs> like, they are the epity. They're the uh, epitome of. Just dad pays my rent and I don't, I don't, I have, I I know enough people like that where it's like, some of them are cool. Like Mm -hmm. my dad pays my rent, but I, at least I'm a cool person. Then there's people that are just like, my dad pays my rent and it's my entire identity. (laughs) And I'm like, ugh, I hate that so much. And there's, there's some I feel that are, uh, you know, real bougie. Like they live in real nice parts of town. Mm-hmm. They're they're floating them big yeah. red checks from daddy. I and, went to uh, uh, <laughs> I went to an NYU party mistakenly because my buddy was hooking up with this girl, and uh, I was like, "Well, she goes to NYU." He goes, "She's a grad student." And I was like, "That doesn't make me feel any better." <laughs> Why is it better, grad student? Just because she was older. She was she was older. She was like in her mid twenties. I see. So I was like, "All right, I guess that's fine." But I go to this party, and there's fucking kids there. Like there's like eighteen, nineteen year old people, and I'm just dude. Like, did you have fun? No, I was. <laughs> I kept I there was no common ground like I I went downstairs to smoke a joint this girl was like standing outside she goes are you at the party in 5c and I'm like yeah she's like how's the vibe and I'm like (laughs) I was like immaculate (laughs) good good vibe I said the vibes were I said the vibes were immaculate she goes are you smoking weed and I'm like (laughs) yeah she goes, do you have any more? And I was just like, I don't. This is just for me. How old was this girl? Probably 19. <laughs> uh, probably. And she goes, I'm going to go upstairs and find some weed. And I go, fine. <laughs> go ahead, dude. Dude, could yeah. you give me invites to these? Uh... No, I never will go back. <laughs> as soon as my buddy broke up with that girl, I was like, thank God, dude. Yeah. I can't handle. I need. There's a median age for me now. Like, I got to hang out with somebody that's, like, at least in their mid to late 20s. Mid to that, late 20s. That understands that, that, that's, that, have, that has a little life on them, yeah. you know? Yeah. A little experience. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I can, there's plenty of comedians. There's so many comics that are just so young nowadays. And there's, some of them are great. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I have a hard time trying to, like, have a casual conversation with a young guy. Yeah. 
because all they want to talk about is just like their views and like how I'm doing on TikTok, and I'm just oh, like their views, yeah, like they're they're not like, their opinions, not their opinions, uh, their views their online, view like how many views. <laughs> Which I, I mean, just, I like that just as much as the next guy, but it's like, but dude, like, how are you as a person feeling? Yeah. Are you doing okay? Yeah. Like, how's your soul? Yeah. Like you're a young guy. There's a lot going through your mind right now. Yeah. Like the society has built you into a robot. Yeah. So, I mean, are you hanging in there? Like, yeah. are you going to make it? Mm-hmm. And some dudes, like I went to a show where a kid was just trying to sell me on his podcast the other night and I was just like, don't do What that. an asshole. I was like, please don't Who do does that. does a podcast? Please don't. No, I. I oh, he's trying to sell you on it. How so? Like to watch to be he a goes, viewer. He goes, "Hey, man, can you go on my Spotify real quick and can you subscribe to my podcast?" And then he like gives me the synopsis of the podcast, and I go, "You know, well, that's kind of cool." He's excited about he it. He didn't even introduce himself to me. <laughs> that's how he started the conversation. He didn't care who you were. No, you just. He didn't even warm. say hello. My name is. He <laughs> goes, "Dude, subscribe to my podcast." I was like, "I'm Zach. Nice to meet you." You're like just another warm body for him to like just. <laughs> Milk. I mean, dude, for mm. real. He's just like trying to suck the views out of me. Like, get your eyeballs on my product. What was the podcast? Just, what was I don't it? know. I didn't pay attention. <laughs> dude, I go. I I get. I get pretty out on people quickly if they're like they don't even introduce themselves to me. I'm yeah. like, dude, come on. Yeah. I need. I just need you to be a real person for five minutes for sure, and then tell me about your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you sell your people on your comedy that way? On my comedy? Yeah. Do you ever be like, dude, I'm a comedian. Pull up your Instagram right now. Follow me. No. I, I have a conversation with them first. And then usually they're the type of person to be like, hey, do you want to follow each other on Instagram? And I oh, go, yeah. Not for another comic, but for like a fan. Yeah. Fan. No, usually yeah. it's like I'll have a conversation with like a person. <laughs> I like how you say fan. Uh, I have a... I, how I, many, yeah, how yeah. many fans do you have? I'm on OnlyFan.com. It's it's a new website where it's just me and my OnlyFan have a conversation yeah, about... me talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's probably like one of my brother's friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're, they're nice people, but um, let me think. So, yeah, it's the, the the dynamic is always weird. But like, if somebody comes up to me after a show and they're mm-hmm. like, can I follow you? I'm like, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, you know it's a little tough. I got a weird last name, so it's always like tough for me to show people. They're like, "How do you say that?" And I'm yeah, just pronounce like, it. Weren't you at the show? Didn't you hear them say it on stage? Yeah, it's uh, it's Cossack, uh, and it's spelled K O S C U I K. Like you would, yeah, Cossack. Yeah, it's see, it, like it's it's in hindsight, it, it's Cossack. easy once you say it a couple of yeah. times, but meet somebody for the first time or it's like a first time producer mm-hmm. and they try and say your name and they're just like yeah give it up for zach ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like the the i kind of i kind of have fun with it at this point for sure when someone's like trying to say my name and i'm just like i'm not gonna help them yeah. i want i want to see how they do yeah and uh it's only happened on a couple of rare occasions where somebody got it right for sure and i'm like did you take like european studies or something <laughs> like you must something must have happened where you like knew what to do and they're just like no you know i just i understand the the dialect and you know the vowels and i'm like all right cool all right. that's good yeah cossack 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 yeah. zach cossack two yeah. years in new york yeah buddy so how do you feel dude two years in new york two years in new york are you happy yeah i'm doing happy all right cave I feel good. I'm uh, a full time comedian at the moment. (laughs) Yeah. uh, If anyone's hiring, let me know. Uh, (laughs) I have an extensive background in marketing and PR. Um, I think that I I mean, technically, yes. I mean, it's been cool because recently it's been just a lot of 
trial and error of mm-hmm. like what makes me happy mm-hmm. and comedy is the number one thing all, yeah. uh, always right it's it's always the thing where uh if i don't do it i get sad right so that's a big trigger for sure. my mental health sure which is so being here being able to do comedy as much every as night you, as much as you want perfect yeah it's exactly what my scatter brain needs mm-hmm. i'm all over the place right so i need something that is Comedy is the perfect thing for consolidating your thoughts and mm-hmm. consolidating your schedule. Right. So it's, I can say all the things that I want to say, but basically my brain is all over the place. So I'll just be like, let's just get a thought out there right. and then let's consolidate the thought. But you have the, yeah, you have the constraint of the time of the set. Correct. And then you have the schedule of when the set's going to take exactly. place. So and it's, then you it's, got your week planned out. It's perfect for my brain. And then you just string a few of those weeks and months and years together and, and then you and, die. And, and, and then and, you string a few of those months and, and weeks together and then everyone forgets you and you die. And that's <laughs> why we're here. And that's why and we're here. That's why we came. Did you just see me almost eat shit on this handle? <laughs> <laughs> I like went to adjust my arm and I was just like, that's not anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's a good chair. That's the one piece. It's a nice of chair. I, I love, I love a swivel chair. Yeah, my dude. my grandmother had the chair just like this, mm-hmm. and you would always know she was in a bad mood when she was knitting, and it was rolling back and forth like this. Yeah, she had a lot of anxiety when it was when it was rocking. She, yeah, you, know, you just knew that like if we had a family gathering and mm-hmm. she was just over it, she would just go into the chair and just knit. Yeah. And then just rock back and forth and I'm just like, What's up? Mm-hmm. And she goes, Your fucking father and I'm like, Don't I don't I know it? Don't I know it? Your fucking father. Don't I know it? That guy that guy's are that guy's a rough piece of work, let me yeah. tell you. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, so Syracuse before New York. Yeah. So how many years in comedy total? Three and a half, roughly. I the COVID year I don't think counts. Okay. Uh, I did maybe I did mostly virtual comedy. And I by gotcha. mostly I mean I did two Zoom comedy shows. And both were so atrocious. And I was like, I'm swearing off doing comedy until this yeah. thing is over. Yeah. So, so you were doing comedy a year and a half outside of New York? Before basically, here? yeah. Where, yeah. Where, where was that? All around upstate New York. All around Syracuse and upstate. Syracuse uh, had a couple of like decent uh, little little places to like do open mics and shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I was between uh, Buffalo and Albany a okay. lot. Mostly Albany. I, I, got a, I knew a, a few comics there and... They were able to like set me up with some, you know, little show opportunities, little mm-hmm. like hosting occasional club spot. Um, nothing like crazy. I was going up there maybe once a month. Yeah. Total. And then yeah. uh, and then I go. What, you were getting up on stage once a month or up, like it, on a show, like, on a show, uh, open, um, open mic. Mics. I was trying to go every almost every night. I was trying to do an open. OK, mic. so they had mics every in the yeah. upstate. And I was going like, once I, a night, every night of the week, everywhere, though, like Syracuse maybe had two a week. Oh, so you had to drive. Yeah. So drive. I drove. So I was yeah. driving t- four hours total almost on like a Thursday night Shit. while having to get up and do a day job the next morning. Yeah. Yeah, I was driving to Albany doing to do a five minute open mic. Yep. So could you imagine going up there and eating a bag of shit and then driving back two hours? Oh, like, dude, I can yeah. imagine that's uh, that's the South Carolina. The grind. worst, dude. There's, there's a couple mics. Uh, you got to drive a couple hours. I though. once uh, I bombed so hard at an open mic in Albany that I like I like I got in the car <laughs> and I just I I, I roll I had a joint rolled and I was just gonna like smoke it when I got home. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, here, that's like the, the victory cigar, basically. Mm-hmm. I smoked it on, in the car on the way home, and I start white-knuckling the wheels I'm driving, because I'm like, I am incredibly too, I'm too high to be driving this car right now. Did the joint even make you feel better, or would you No, dude, so all, it was just every like... bit of anxiety came <laughs> pouring out of me. And oh, I'm like, this goodness. isn't good at all. Like, yeah. I'm going to, 
And that, not to mention, too, like all of the paranoia from like, I'm too high to be driving right. on top of it. I'm like, well, I guess this is way this is God's way of saying uh, Jesus will take the wheel on this one. Right. We'll see what happens. And right. I, I made it home and <laughs> one piece and I had to go to work the next morning. And my boss is even like, he's like, you look run down and tired. And I was like, don't don't even go there right now, man. <laughs> Don't mess with me. I haven't me, processed this Don't yet. Don't mess with me. Yeah. yeah. I haven't processed this. Dude, a man after he bombs is a dangerous man. Depends. Uh, it depends on who it is. <laughs> like, I uh, I mean... As a frequent bomber, let me tell you... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Me too, dude. You have to. If you don't, if you get a new joke and it goes well the first time, it there's this new confidence that mm-hmm. it, I think is so unearned, especially yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Like if a new joke works, I go, "That's a fluke. That'll never happen." I again. agree. Yeah. I'm like, the reason that worked was the energy I delivered it with. Energy, not Always. good. I didn't yeah. deserve it. Yeah. Did oh, amazing how this open mic room has no energy. Oh no, yeah. who would have thunk it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but still, like right now is it's a it's I mean comedy's so fun, yeah. and if you just you just gotta keep having fun. Yes, I, I have such a comedy hard time. Is fun. Comedy is fun. It really is. Comedy's so fun. I love talking about weird shit, and I like making somebody a little uncomfortable when I say yeah. something, and I'm just like, yeah, eh? Eh? yeah, you like that, yeah. Eh? So yeah, but I do think a man after he bombs can be like. I've had to talk some people like, off. Dude, I've had to talk some if, people off the edge before. I, I mean, I won't be like hostile to anyone. Yeah. But like if somebody else fucks with me unrelated who's like and like something gets on, I'd be like, bro. Yeah, what the fuck, man? What is going I am so pissed off right now. Yeah. That was not the time. Like, I hate- like if a meter maid tried to give me a parking ticket right after I bombed, I would be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like I would not be chill about it. I would be like, uh, all all self hatred just projected outward. Oh, of course, at, at someone. Yeah, I need to be alone after you bomb. I actually don't believe that anymore. I used to be the type of guy that's just like, I will leave a room if I bomb too hard. But then I like it's, with with open mics. It's like stay in it. Just dude, just live in it. You yeah, got to yeah. live in it a little bit and learn from the mistake. Yeah. Why Why didn't that work? Or if it's like a joke you believe in uh-huh. and it doesn't work. But you've seen it work like three other times before. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, yeah. So, what is there a delivery issue there? Do I yeah. have to add something? Yeah. Do I have to take did something I, out? Did I do something wrong to not connect in the first place? Exactly. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Am I relatable? Like, am I? Am I likable? Hmm. What? I think I'm. I, I called I, them all cunts before I went on. I don't know why that. That's always a bad. <laughs> I had a buddy. It was, uh, one of my one of my really good friends in stand up. Uh, yeah. He's fucking hilarious. But uh, he one night. <laughs> he just he was just having a he was having a rough set um and it's jokes that typically always work and he's about halfway through like a 10 minute set and he just looks at the crowd and he goes you know y'all are just being not nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know like i was like that's a really nice way of not being too mean yeah like it's a really nice way of consolidating your angry thoughts and just yeah. say instead of saying exactly how you feel he's just like yo y'all are just being not nice right now yeah, <laughs> for sure and it did open them up a little bit yeah uh but i've that's like a huge that was like a learning experience for me because i'm like yeah you can be a little bitter and be a yeah. little angry but like don't turn on them <laughs> because they because they're going to carry you the rest of the way like if right. you, you need them right they're so imp- they are comedy like you need these yeah. people so yeah, to me it's a nudge to get them like uh you know having fun yeah like, come on guys lose it up like 
have yeah. fun? You guys are good? Like, sometimes people just don't, don't. Don't totally turn. Yeah. Some, sometimes people don't want to have fun. If they don't want to have a good time, they won't. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's always true. You also, and I, I'm trying to get better about reading a room. Mm-hmm. Like you see a guy that like, it looks like he's maybe just had too much to drink or like him and his girl just had a fight. Mm-hmm. Like I've had shows where I, I've walked in and I could just like see a couple to the left and yeah. like she is just arms folded and he is just pounding through his phone. Yeah. And I'm like, they just got in a fight. Yeah. Within five minutes. <laughs> Within five minutes of them sitting down. And you could tell? I could, you could just see it. Yeah. The energy the energy was taken out of them. So I was and like... And then what do you do? Do you ask them about it? I didn't. I just went to the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what's going on? I was like... Well, they like, seem like you they're guys having. A, yeah, just got in a fight. Didn't yeah, it looks like you guys are having a shit time. Let's go to the happier yeah. side of the room. Like, yeah, no, let's talk about it. Let's get it out. Let's get it all yeah. out right now. At the yeah, sometimes I just like to poke the bear when mm-hmm. it comes to that situation. Though, I, yeah, if somebody's just like not smiling, I go, "What happened? Like, are you doing okay? You guys doing all right? <laughs> you guys want to? You know, do you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, yes." Uh, what did he fight you about? Is he going through too many Instagram models? Huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. jokes on you. I don't even have no. I, I have Instagram. <laughs> I'm, I'm a full, follow, fully addicted to Instagram. Follow, follow him at Zach Kosick. Yeah, please so. follow me at Zach Kosick. It's uh, K O S C U I. Yeah, it'll, it'll be on the on the screen here. Mm. Follow Zach Zach Kosick. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes when you bomb. Uh, I don't know. I've had it feel where like the audience is being deliberately mean. Like the guy said, like mm-hmm. the audience conspired to not like me. Yeah. Like, somehow they all told each other to not. It feels like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, They're just like, as like, soon as David gets up, let's <laughs> fold our arms. Yeah. Let me get and collective give this, decision. Yeah, Fuck this guy. Let's give this man nothing. <laughs> this, this guy it's like, sucks. It's, <laughs> it's unsaid, but like everybody kind of picks up on the same vibe that that's what we're doing. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. They have to. It's a lot of it's a it's a so it's so fun though sometimes when you can get a bad audience on your side. Oh yeah, like oh, uh, yeah. that's happened. It's only happened to me on a couple of occasions, but I yeah. remember I did a show within like my first couple of months in New York, and nobody was doing well. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was like one of those long long scale bringer type of shows, oh. and I'm just like, damn. Even even the people they brought hate you. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks, dude. <laughs> Even your family and friends that, hate you. That is shitty. So I I brought like a couple of people and I went up and I was just very, very just like, you know, I'm going to, I'll do some jokes, but uh, there's going to be a lot of just kind of yeah. living in the moment of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did a joke up top about, uh, about, uh, it was a basketball joke, but the reference of it being the fact that uh, like we're my, my hometown in Syracuse. We uh, we invented the twenty four second shot clock in basketball, mm. which is true. Yeah, which is one of the most important. Fun in- fact about Syracuse: one of the most the important inventions in the history of sports, and it did so many different. It, it, it is right? really yeah. It made the flow of basketball actually. Well, it sped up the rate of the the game because instead of a games being like sixteen to ten, <laughs> yeah, they got better. And uh, and the joke basically is, uh, and truly the best part of that invention was it ran almost all of the white guys off of the floor (laughs) (laughs) which i believe is the most important part of basketball now (laughs) because fuck white people and there was a guy there was a there was a humongous black guy in the back of the room Uh and he laughed so loud that it just (laughs) that he carried the rest of the crowd yeah yeah. and i'm just like this guy gets it (laughs) yeah yeah and then i just like i saw him after the show Guy's like six eight, fucking humongous. Yeah, and he goes, 
yo man that was real funny about the basketball shit and i was just like <laughs> yeah i was like now go dunk on somebody yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. like shit like that's so fun to me yeah you turned around a bad crowd there's nothing yeah. better than a black guy compliment either. Oh. Mm. Oh. Dude, no, 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 no. I long yeah, for I, those. I totally agree. A black guy calling you funny is like the best thing. Oh. And they don't just say you're funny. They'll say, uh, Dude, I almost, Dave, you stupid, man. Yeah. You yo, you crazy, dog. dog. You stupid, man. You crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yes, dude. Dude, honestly, <laughs> that's the closest I can get to busting. It's just, <laughs> just a black guy giving me a compliment. I was like, oh, shit, I got to go home and change. <laughs> This dude just made me bust. That's <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's so much fun. I, I yeah, it, this is it's so much fun. What's your least favorite part about New York? Uh, fucking the rest of it. <laughs> it's so everything. There's so many me. people, dude. It's so hot. It's 95 degrees outside right yeah. now. Yeah. How you doing with the AC here, by the way? The, I feel fine. You feel uh, okay? The AC is supposed to be coming in from. No, there, I I learned early uh, that I always pack a second shirt. That's always. That's you guys want to know what summers are like in New York. Pack yeah. extra clothes. That's yeah. that's summers in New York. Yeah, and you got a backpack. Right? A backpack. It's got to have a backpack. Backpack with extra clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, I'll pack my own meals if I don't want to like go because I got in a bad habit of just like just you're doing you're up out late every night so mm-hmm. it's just the the easiest thing to do is just to get like shitty fast food yeah that's what I'm doing and that's I exactly got what I'm doing and I got to stop because I got some like stomach stuff so I been getting in the habit of like packing and like today truthfully i was like gonna run to the grocery store and like do everything i needed to do but i woke up just not feeling good yeah just my stomach was just like not today dog mm-hmm. so i just settled down chilled out and you know smoked a joint <laughs> just <laughs> relaxed vibed out you yeah know, collected my thoughts yeah but it, it is uh, definitely an adjustment i got my backpack that was my first purchase uh as a new york resident and yeah. uh yeah, uh, makes you feel better when you got your chargers, you got your your tripod, you got a notebook, you got stuff you need. Yeah, but for sure. uh, yeah, I've yet to pack any food though. I'm eating atrociously, and I'm actually loving it. It's so convenient. It is, and the you food, have, like, every food you could want, and the food rules like, like every all hours of the night. All the food is great. Yeah, food trucks just getting the crazy good like. Do you halal? get the swarm of food trucks the whole hour? Hell yeah, the... dude! Of course, yeah. yeah. I can tell you the best ones <laughs> at this point. Like I've ranked them. Yeah, there's some real good ones, especially in. I mean, we live in Astoria, so mm-hmm. I mean, Queens is the quintessential melting pot of New York City. Yeah, They're, tell people about Queens. Queens because somebody told dude. me a stat about how there's like more languages spoken per capita in, in Queens. Astoria and Queens in than Queen. almost anywhere else Everywhere. in the world. Yep, Queens also has it. Basically, each part of Queens is like really broken up. Astoria is the melting pot. It's mostly. It's, a huge, obviously, huge Greek influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, a ton of just every culture. Like yep. on my block alone, there is an, a great Italian deli, a, a Eastern European place, mm-hmm. and a like upscale Chinese joint, and they're all amazing. Yeah. And then adjacent to that is a kick-ass sports bar with the best wings in in town. Yep. <laughs> like it's yep. it's everything. Yep. Uh, so it just has like all these different walks of life. But then if you go deeper into Queens and you go into like Flushing or like mm-hmm. even into like Forest Hills, Forest Hills has like a big uh, like Middle Eastern population and they mm-hmm. have these like crazy food markets where you can get these pre-made meals mm-hmm. and the food is just so good. Yeah. And Flushing has a ton of Korean influence. So the Korean food rules. I mean, it's just, it's hard. To, it's funny because I am so skinny yeah. and it's like, and I do eat. I mm-hmm. just, I ha- I just, 
this is the beauty of having a autoimmune condition. This is it right here. Like you get to, you just eat like a bag of shit and you just stay skinny. Like, yeah. But, uh, Crohn's? Crohn's, yeah. We don't have to talk about that. By yeah. The way. Do you guys want to do WebMD podcast? Let's do it. No, that's uh, that is that is tough. But yeah, so uh, you you like Queens? You like the area? Do you I see do. yourself staying in Queens indefinitely, I'm or pretty, is there like, another part of na- part of? New I'm York open that you'd to be like open to? I'm open to anything, man. Like I I love Astoria. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the travel aspect. It's a little tough because yes, there is. I mean, as far as you doing stand up, going getting into Manhattan, like you have to plan for like every train ride to be forty five minutes. Yep, at least. Yep. So you're you gotta leave an hour before. You gotta be at yeah. Least. So you're. Your scheduling and preparedness is in, like very important. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my biggest thing is just knowing where I'm going before I leave. Like that's that's my big thing now. Dude, I'm glad you're not the only person. Yeah, because I I like I've absolutely felt this. Adjustment. I literally will do this. I'll get on like Google Maps or whatever, and I'll like map out every place I'm hitting for the night, and then I'm totaling the amount of time it's going to take to get to every location. Uh huh. Yeah, and is it depressing how long it's going to take? Oh I yeah, mean, it's like yeah. it's your whole night. Like, it's you can like, leave, you know. It goes from o'clock. like yeah, I was like, oh, this should oh, this is only four miles away. This should only take like twenty five no. minutes tops. It's no, an hour to an hour and ten minutes. It's I'm an like, hour get the plus fuck to Brooklyn by subway. It's, it's awful, but again, actually, maybe as somebody who's lived here, do you know if there's any discussions about adding a subway route that goes from Queens straight to Brooklyn? No. Because you have to go. There is one. There's the G line. The G line runs from Long Island City into like Williamsburg and then goes into, I think just like the er, small parts of like Bed-Stuy, but that's it. I mean, this is just New York, baby. I mean, this is just (laughs) New York. The New York is the best inconvenience you could ever have. Like it's, it's never easy to get around, but it's worth it. It's worth getting around. I guess everybody just agreed that it's worth it. Yeah. They're like, (laughs) they're like, yeah, but this is a great city. There's a lot of, there's a lot of shit to do. Yeah. You know, it's worth it. Worth the trip. Yeah. Just trying to figure it all out. Mm-hmm. But how long have you been here now? You've been here three weeks. You only been here for three weeks, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I feel like you guys have been here for like. I thought you've been here for at least like two months already. Really? Yeah. No, Fourth of July was like. It's uh, true. You do have way too much excitement in your eyes. <laughs> the city hasn't shit on you yet a little. Uh, well, I guess I mean this might be a month almost. I wasn't here for the week of the Fourth of July, and yeah. then after that so yeah you guys got a decent little spot though it's a nice place yeah, yeah. thank you it works thank yeah. you yeah we uh three bedroom and uh uh like we said before uh the walk-up aspect is uh did not realize how shitty it was it's an eye-opener isn't it yeah yeah when somebody's just like we- i got a buddy who lives on the the eighth floor of a walk-up in harlem oh my gosh and uh he's like you want to come over and do my my podcast one day and i was like i don't know dude <laughs> like that's that's a literal workout. Eight so flights. I did. I, I took the eight flights up, and thank God it was during like the spring, so it wasn't a thousand degrees. But yeah, I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" I was like, "Any plans on moving?" He goes, "No, I think we're gonna re-up our lease." And I'm like, "Get the hell out of here!" <laughs> they like don't want to leave. Get don't the, get the hell stuff away from me. I mean, they tell you about it in advance. So you're like, okay, five flights, no big deal. We'll mm-hmm. just, you know, we'll work with it. And uh, it'll be one hard day of moving stuff up. Because we didn't hire movers. We were like just running stuff up and down the steps. Oh, and, I do not uh, envy you at all. <laughs> dude, that thing, the TV stand, was the hardest. Because yeah, that thing is not light. It looks a little cumbersome. We needed a guy to help. It was me and another guy. And we were just like... Yeah, yeah, for sure. I didn't care if it got scuffed up. By the time, like, you care less and less about your possessions yeah. as you get up the steps. So you're like, fuck, it. like, I do not care. Like, I hate it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've just always gotten in my head that uh, that shit breaks when you move. Yeah. So I always say, I'm just like, yeah, hey, dude, shit breaks when you move. Yeah. So you just got to be prepared for it to break. I would rather just buy new shit when I get wherever I'm going. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's a, a better to have the mentality to be like, hey, not only are you moving, but you're probably going to lose some stuff yes. in the process. Just be prepared for that. Yes. Like it's, it's all mindset mm-hmm. with moving because it does suck. But you make it so much worse if you think if you like try to like bubble wrap everything properly and you try to like make yeah. sure none of the edges get cracked. It's yep. like, dude, something is going to break. Just For sure. it's just it's a part of it. And then when it gets here, you get mad because you got to like unwrap every little exactly, thing that you bubble yeah. wrapped. It's, it's a pain in the ass. Moving sucks. Moving's terrible. I'm glad it's mostly over. Yeah, I mean, inevitably there will be another move in your guys' future for sure. Yep. I mean, I, I mean, I've had two. I mean, one, well, technically one, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, but two within two years, mm-hmm. getting here and then moving to the other place. Um, and I'm not really sure. The dynamics of our household is a little weird right now because yeah. my uh, the older gentleman that lives with us moved in his wife, uh-huh. <laughs> who just showed up the, at our the, doorstep. The Korean guy moved in his wife. He Singaporean. Singaporean. Be careful. There's Sorry. a lot. Be careful. There's a lot of them out there. You're going to get some hate speech in those comments. Singaporean. Okay. People would be like, you know, not all of us look the same. <laughs> We're different people. <laughs> George Costanza? Jerry, there's so Jerry. many of them. <laughs> I can't tell which for which. <laughs> and Kramer comes in and says something racist inevitably. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> Can you believe how many are? Can, can you believe how many Sing- of them there are? Singaporean. Jerry, you got it. Jerry. Jerry, I went down to Chinatown. There's so many of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fucking. Okay, so. Oh, God. The Singaporean. Yes. Is that the right word? I believe so. <laughs> not Cor- Sure as hell not Korean. Yes, he's from Singapore. He brought his wife? Yeah, dude, randomly. <laughs> like, so I was, now you got I was, people in the place? Yeah, so uh, it was three or four months ago now. Three or four months ago, I think, mm-hmm. now. I was just making coffee, like shaking off the cobwebs uh, from just, you know, the, the night that was. And uh, he approaches me in the kitchen. He's like, uh, hey, I just want to let you know, uh, I'm to be married. And I go, <laughs> oh. I go, awesome, dude, congratulations. <laughs> You're not engaged? <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, she's she's going to be coming to live with us. And I go, okay, sick. And I go, like, soon? He goes, yeah, she'll be here pretty soon. And I go, all right. So, like, four days go by. And then, uh, again, I wake up in the morning. I open the door. And I just, like, look down the hallway. And there's this adorable little Vietnamese woman <laughs> just in our kitchen. And I'm like, I guess there she is. I guess, just like- I guess she's here now. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm picturing you reacting to this. Yeah, I'm just like, like, hello. (laughs) And like, it was funny because she saw me and then she started like walking towards me like we were going to like introduce ourselves. And I was like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom and I just beeline to the bathroom. Does she speak English? Very broken. Very broken. Yeah. She's, I'll I'll get into it more. (laughs) This is my favorite story right now. (laughs) So, uh, then, so I accidentally meet her. We have some, like some some pleasantries like after i get out of the bathroom i'm just uh-huh. like hi welcome to our home i guess it's your home now yeah and then i just kind of go about my day and then uh a couple like two more days later again i wake up in the morning and i just see her walking down the hallway in a white dress uh-huh. and i go oh shit are they getting married right now 
And then I look into the living room, and there he is in a full suit, and they have a a tablet propped up on a desk. And I'm like, holy shit, they're doing a Zoom wedding right now. <laughs> and I said, fuck. I said, I think I just officiated it because I'm here. <laughs> like, I was like, Dude, am, I, really am I? Am romantic. I? That's yeah. cool. Am I the that's witness? The am I the witness? <laughs> yeah. So, so how many people were on the Zoom call? Do they have like all I don't know, dude. I like back as soon as I Singapore saw it, or? I was like, I wasn't invited to the wedding, so I just went. <laughs> I just like went back in my room. <laughs> So, dude, uh, crazy shit you see in New York. You yeah, see a, a, a Singaporean Singaporean man wedding. marry a, a, a Vietnamese woman, Vietnamese. legitimately off the boat from Vietnam. Yeah. So, she's lovely, but her biggest thing is that she used to own restaurants mm-hmm. in Vietnam. So she's cooking all of the time. Okay. I mean, night. I mean, night until day. She she was make dude. dude I she making food for the apartment. You eating? She here? she'll always ask me if I want something, yeah. and I've taken her up on the offer a couple of times. Uh-huh. Food is bomb. It's yeah. so, so good. Yeah, I just can't eat it all the time. Right. Uh, but I remember one night I got home from a spot in New York, in the city, and uh, <laughs> it's like one thirty in the morning when I got uh-huh. in. She's baking a cake. <laughs> like a whole ass cake at 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. And she's like fanning it down to like keep it from rising too much. And I'm just like, hi. She goes, she goes, I make cake. And I go, I see. I see you're making cake. She goes, I leave a piece for you. And I go, perfect. Thank you. I appreciate that. I said, it is almost two in the morning. I just thought I, I don't think you know that. And then, dude, like 7.30 in the morning, she's fucking up again cooking. Yeah. I'm just like, this woman doesn't sleep. Wow. I mean, this is this is insane. Wow. Or she's on a different sleep schedule that I have no idea when she's sleeping. You gotta so. find a lady like that. That's amazing. Mm. Yeah, Not that you right? have to cook all the time, ladies. Don't wanna be <laughs> Yeah, I don't wanna be You uh, can spend all the time at the office. Yeah. Know, making, yeah. I don't wanna I don't want you bucks. to assume that you have to cook for me every night, but uh would be pretty You sick. could also be earning us money at home. <laughs> could. Could be doing OnlyFans like an adult. As long as you're working, really yeah. is the no, no, no. Just no. out here trying to show whole, <laughs> no. an, making an honest living. No, whatever you want to do is great. Yeah, but, uh, I think sex work is actually one of the most, uh, one of the most, uh, like, beneficial types of work for an individual because yeah. it helps not only with their confidence but also like it makes people come, and that's great. Isn't that great? <laughs> it is great. Isn't that awesome? The the phrase sex work is something that make, uh, I'm learning and in, making people come, dude. It's very important. Yeah, it's just working with yeah. sex. And yeah. Just, yeah. It's just, uh, just the way you described it. You sounded just, like sounded like a lifeguard at a pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you when you work, but it's also but it's, sex. It's the the nature of the work. You know, is it's the sex. Sex work. Sex work. You know? Work sex. Yeah. It's. <laughs> Don't go into the deep end, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Work set. Uh, do you want to get married? Oh, wow. That's a fucking transition. Yeah. Uh, talk about a wife, you know. Do you want to get married? I, d- <laughs> I was engaged, actually. So, uh, spicy. Want to talk about this? Yeah, we can talk about it. Sure. I'm, I've, I've processed. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I was, with a, I was with a girl back home for almost six years. Six years. Six years. From when to when? From what uh, age to what age? 20... Five to thirty, twenty-four to thirty. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so this is pretty recent. Before the move, yeah. Switch to yep. So yeah. we were together for a while. It was like the first person that I was like, oh, I could see this like going somewhere. Yeah. I, we were kind of, we were. I, I was. I feel like I was finally dealing with an adult. Like all the other like relationships yeah. I was having were just like I was young and stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and then you were like partners sure yeah and that that became kind of the downfall was the partnership started turning into like friendship Mm. where i was just like oh i don't think i I think i'm just like living with one of my my boys right now so the the spark the yeah within like the first when we lived together our first apartment things were starting to fizzle uh and then like we bought a house together mm. and took the commitment yeah i know what a mortgage is what up like you guys yeah i'm a very well-rounded individual i put that on my my profiles for dating now yeah, yeah dude. I, I pay my taxes <laughs> i pay my taxes dude. so i uh so we were everything was going on so we we dated so how long into the relationship had you gotten the apartment and then the mortgage uh four years four years four years into the the relationship we bought a house together uh and that was that was the big step because i was like this was looking like marriage all the way it was the momentum towards that and then years in your late 20s yeah and then uh 2020 came and uh we got trapped in the house together and we had to look at each other every day and try to coexist and and i was like I think we both kind of like had that moment where we looked at each other and we're like, I don't think so. I don't think I so. You. Not even hate. There was no hate. There was just not good. love. Good. You know That's what I mean? Good. Like when you fall out of love some, with somebody, it's like, yeah, you don't resent them or hate them. From my, from that perspective, like I was just like, I just want this person to kind of be free to do what they want. Yeah. So stupidly, uh, right as 2020 was ending, I proposed to her because I was like, I, I was te- I got into my head a lot during the pandemic. Sure. I was very depressed. I was because you, know, you didn't know if I was doing a lot of cry for help bullshit. Yeah, like saying that I was gonna like hurt myself and stuff like that. And fuck yeah, and uh, I wasn't. Were you doing stand up yeah. at this point? I just had gotten back in. Yeah. Uh, so I was I did stand up when I was a little younger, but like really hit it again when I was like twenty eight, twenty nine. Mm-hmm. That was like when I was. Like, it's like I lived some life and had some things to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so right when we got out of the pandemic, we got engaged. So that this is, uh, it's, it's. I mean, I'll talk about. I talk about it on stage, but uh, we actually went away with some friends to like a lake house for uh, New Year's Eve. And mm-hmm. It was like the first thing that we all could do, kind of like during the pandemic. They were letting us like get a group of people together in one house. Right. This and is twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. This New is Year's the. Eve. This was literally New Year's Eve. We got engaged on New Year's Eve of okay. 2020. So, okay. yeah. and it was super nice. Like, I, it was like at a vineyard in upstate mm-hmm. New York, mm-hmm. pretty like lake water. Right. And it was really nice. Right. And uh, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a ton- best place to do it. Uh-huh. So we did it and it was like a great weekend. Like all my friends were there. We were hanging out. And then within the first month of being engaged and being back at home and kind of being like, this is for real, for real. Yeah. This all the same thoughts came over me again where I'm like, I don't think this is going to (laughs) work. And I think she felt the same way because we started kind of talking about like dates and stuff like that. And she was like, I don't know when we would actually get married. And I was just like, maybe never, (laughs) like maybe never, maybe we won't. And then within two months we broke up. Officially, Holy like shit. Once of, the never was out of the bag, like mm. it was like maybe it won't happen. But yeah. the, the funny, the uh, truly, truly, the funniest part was uh, we were legitimately engaged for ninety days. So I'm a literal ninety day fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety days longer than me, bro. Pretty I'm good. Never... Didn't even need a green card for that. Yeah. yeah. No papers, no nothing. So uh, you know what the funniest part? The funniest part about breaking up breaking off an engagement, but then breaking up with somebody when you own like an asset, like a house and yeah. stuff like that, 
is you have to go to a lawyer's office and just like make sure that everybody gets like their cut of like when you sell the house and yeah. all the things like that. And when we got the house sold, we went to like the real estate lawyer mm-hmm. and he walked in and he goes, you guys buying another house together? And we're like, no, I was, we're just selling this one. He goes, what are you guys doing? He's like, or I was like, uh, we're, we're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is not happening. <laughs> what this person say? And he goes, he goes, huh? He goes, you know, I've had a lot of like divorced couples like come into my office, and uh, you guys are by for- far the more, most cordial I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, dude, I don't hate her. We just don't love each other anymore. <laughs> I hope that she's doing well. I, yeah. I, I truly genuinely wish her the best. I genuinely like yeah. wish that she's doing well. Still mm-hmm. to this day, I think she's a great person. Really. Yeah. I hope everything is great. Is that weird but, how it can just... How just the dynamic... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could just lose it. I know. What the fuck? Yeah. No. I think there's a little mental, mental illness there for sure. There's some stuff going on, obviously. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, man, she's just, she was great. She was a great person, but like, mm-hmm. I just found like, I felt like I just made like a really good friend. Yeah. And yeah. that, that was a bummer. For sure. Um, For sure. But yeah, it's funny because my mom will still talk about it too. She, did she, did your mom like wonder and wish that like it had worked out? Mm-hmm. And you guys, you know? Yeah. My, my mom is delusional when it comes to all that stuff though. You know, I, I don't want to talk about her past, but she, she didn't really knock it out of the park by any means. With your dad? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's hard. I mean, and also, I think, you know, your mom always wants the best for you. Yeah. And, uh, I love my mom. Wants too. her grandbabies, yeah. too. Yeah. My mom, you know, she did a great job raising me and my brother. You know, she was essentially a single mother mm-hmm. for a majority of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I I mean, I respect the woman for trying for sure. to do everything that she needed to do to, you know, give my brother and myself the best living. But, you know, when well, she... you said she was a single mom? Yeah. yeah my yeah, dad yeah. skipped out uh, and periodically would... I, I, I'm, I'm working on a bit about it now, but, uh, I, I call my dad, uh, my dad kind of feels like the guy that would make the, uh, the like uh superstar cameo appearance on a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Like occasionally he pop in, they're like, Oh my God, is that Ted Danson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. Like he was around, but like he would only show up every like every w- one episode during one season. <laughs> he would yeah. just pop in and be like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's basically how it was, and uh, still to this day, I, I haven't I haven't spoken to my dad in a long time. So. Oh shit! I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> no, that's what therapy's for, my guy. Right? Yeah. Exactly. You in therapy? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just got that's... a new therapist two weeks ago. Oh, that's right. I think we mentioned. This. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, and you're starting over your your you know yep, so, backstory with the guy. Yep. Uh new therapist was like I'm such a fucking child. I like I picked my therapist because she had the most Italian sounding name. Mm-hmm. And you trust an Italian? I do. I trust an well because I grew up around New Jersey Italians. Right. But like my my true thought process was like, God, I hope she has an accent. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. how would we process the trauma? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all I want. Tell me about your father. And I'm like, fuck, what an idiot I am. <laughs> like, I just want this woman to have an accent so I can process shit. Yeah, what I, a trust fu- her. I trust what her a more. What a fucking child. I like, trust her more. Like, she can't sound like she's from Long Island. She, yeah, yeah. She had to sound like an Italian. I know. I mean, if she sounded like she was from Long Island, I might ask her to marry me again. <laughs> oh, well, wait, was your, was your ex-fiance from Long Island? 
No, no, she was from upstate, but mm. I had a, I have a, a bit of a track record with uh with Italian women from Long Island. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. As my unfortunate soft spot. Hey, oh, for yeah. dating. Yeah. yeah. That, well, yeah, I've, I had a track record. Basically, if you, you have, have a, a type. Yeah, if you got a vowel at the end of your name, we might we might hang out. Is like, it weird that you, you can develop a type of? Well, I just had to run into the same girls. I had a track record, like especially when I got on apps here, like the mm-hmm. the girls that I connected with immediately were just like these short. Italian girls from Long Island uh-huh. that had these big families and were like, yeah, we're going to do this cookout and my, my three like uncles and cousins and so on and so forth. There's going to be like 28 of my family members mm-hmm. there. And I'm like, that sounds pretty rad. <laughs> Which means, because I know the food is not only going to be good, but also like you're going to have a sick house with yeah. like a big pool and stuff. Like I was just, I was there for the, ex- the accessories. Yeah. The uh, family. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was the hang. Yeah. But of course, you know that never works. And they never. It doesn't. The dating apps never work out exactly how they plan. I know some people that have had a lot of success, but it's so weird now because there's just so many people, mm-hmm. and I don't understand how anybody can just make that decision. Yeah. Like, just you. You're the one. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to getting out there. Yeah, dating yeah. a little bit. I'm on a hiatus. I've been on, off the apps 90 days. 90 days? Yeah. Are you trying to meet a girl in person? I did, actually, uh, like a couple months ago. We went out on one date and uh, ended up going back to her place. Uh, <laughs> went back. So I, uh, I, I put on... <laughs> I always think of myself as kind of an approachable, nice guy. You know, I'll, I'll put on some charm whenever I need to. But this girl was at the bar. She had like this half sleeve tattoo, which is mm-hmm. right. It was just, I liked it. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's a good looking tattoo. Yeah. So my buddy's like, just go talk to her. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to. So I just went up to her and I'm just like, what's the story of the tattoo? Uh-huh. She's like, uh, she goes, oh, it's just a family emblem. And there's like this little thing. And there was yeah. like the, the fire goddess, like in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow. I said it's a very. Uh, I said I said I, I like the story of the tattoo. I said it, it looks like you uh, are really interested in like the arts and like things like that. And she's like, "Are you hitting on me?" <laughs> what did you say? I go, "Are you open to it? <laughs> like, are you open to being hit on?" <laughs> and she goes, "I've never had anybody follow up that question with another question before." <laughs> <laughs> she's like she goes she goes it's she goes that's a little weird she goes but like i'm interested i'm like okay (laughs) i was like fuck it i'll take it dude dude that is weird that's my that to me is why you're funny (laughs) just i little quirks i like it yeah yeah, uh but i took her out Took her out on a date. Did not realize that she lived in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I fucking went back to her place. She lived in Weehawken, New Jersey, which is over on the other side. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so yeah. this, is, this is funny. This is like the logistics of like going back to a girl's place. What do you live in? So you lived in Queens. Yeah, we met at in, the time. We still, yeah. So I went into the city. Went to the city for the date. Well, I I actually did a show and then went to the date after. Right. And, and where was the date? Uh, like Chelsea. Okay. Our area. Chelsea's uh, in Manhattan. Chelsea is like, yeah, from like, it's like uh, 24th Street and like 8th Avenue, kind of like on, on the West End. West End. Yeah, West West, west side of the ish. city, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we went there, uh, 
And, uh, and then yeah. you went back to her place in New Jersey. Went back to her place in New Jersey. She pay, she like paid for the Uber. She was like, "I'll pay for the Uber." I just that's such a long distance trip. Like for people that don't know, yeah, it's like over the river the other way. Yep. So you have to go uptown and you have to go uh, across. You have to take the Midtown Tunnel and go all the. This I'm, is yeah, the yeah, thing guys do for pussy. This is yeah. so funny, dude. Well, the thing is, have, is have that you seen? It, but it was totally like I had no intention of going back with her. She was just like. We were just we were we had a pretty good vibe going. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, she gave me this like really like like not like stern, but she was like, uh, she goes, I got a feeling you like are gonna be really good in bed, and I was like, <laughs> and I go, I go, thank you. Like I, I, your feeling is correct. Yeah, I was like, I do appreciate I the. Con- am yeah, very good at sex. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, mm, uh, yeah. I treat sex as if I have to fuck my way into living with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot riding on this. There's a lot riding on this. Because if I fuck, because be if I fuck this up, I have a lot of things going against me. I need to be able to stay. I have a lot of things. I have a lot of things where a woman can look at me and go, <laughs> "Here are all the detractors of this guy." <laughs> so I really got to fuck my way into this. <laughs> Just learn how to fuck. Dude. So I fucked my way into. So I fucked my way into yeah. a good situation. So yeah, we ended up going back to her place, and we honk in New Jersey. <laughs> How and far is that? Like, if I was going to drive to Weehawken, oh right god, here, fucking, I don't know. Look it up. It's, no, it's like forty-five minutes at least, though. Maybe an hour with traffic. Right. Uh, but still, it, you have to go across the. You have to go across Manhattan to get it. So basically, right. like, just like, yeah, it, you have to take Midtown. It feels like a concrete. You have to take a Midtown tunnel go, through. Yeah. Because it's in the middle of New Jersey on the other side of the river. Yeah. So it's pretty easy once you get out of New York to get there because it's right. literally right there. Yeah. But. Yeah, it was just a weird situation, and this girl—I didn't realize it. Like, she had a George Costanza infatuation. Oh, nice! Like obsessed. Like, nice. Like, I walked like into—I walked into her room, and she had a like a small little like oil painting of George Costanza. Yeah, the time and, started seduction with his shirt off. Yeah, exactly, exactly, ah, yeah, exactly. Dude, so as that. soon as I saw that, uh, I was like, okay, cool. And then. Uh, then I then of course like I get in my own brain. I was like, ah, fuck. She thinks I look like George Costanza. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a, a, a balding dude with glass, a short balding guy with glasses. And I was like, fuck, man. You're in great shape. George is in good shape. I'm not in great shape. I'm just skinny. Like I George, George is George is not. He's a he's a he's a portly fellow. He's a portly fellow. But George yeah. is actually pretty athletic. Bosco. Bosco. <laughs> uh, yeah. George is nimble. So is Newman. Newman's fat, but he's actually very graceful. Yeah, and athletic. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, yeah, you're you a, if you're a mailman, you got to be. Yeah. you got to be an athletic type. Do you remember that episode where they're playing Risk and he he's running down the down the down the street, down the stairs? He's like <laughs> with the board. He's like sprinting very gracefully. My favorite part of my favorite part of that episode is when they're on the train and he's just like talking shit about the Ukraine. <laughs> the Ukraine. He's like, the Ukraine is a strong country. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the weak Ukraine is weak. Yeah. It's feeble. It's feeble. I think it's time to put the herd on the Ukraine. <laughs> in the context of today, it makes so much sense now. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought it was great that Ukraine got a little shout out in Seinfeld. Yeah. And that, now they're getting shout out all the time <sighs> yeah. with their hilarious president. Right? Yeah. Have Dude, you ever watched old Zelensky clips? Mm, he was on. He was an actor. He was a comedian. He was a comedian, comedian, comedian. In, the, in the Ukraine, uh, and he's got a couple of, like really funny sketches on YouTube. Oh yeah, are those, they in English? Uh, they're no, they're in but Russian. With, but with you got the gotta, captions. You the can... captions. Yeah, you got to find English caption stuff. Okay. But my buddy showed me one the other day. It was a. Uh, it was a, excuse me. It was a three hundred knockoff, but it was instead of three hundred, it was three hundred Jews. <laughs> 
It's really funny. Dude. <laughs> Dude, Zelensky, it was actually funny. Yeah, really funny. actually Really funny. funny. He plays this, like, jester type Leonidas. <laughs> it's really funny. Dude. Yeah. To check that out. It took out. me a while because, like, the YouTube version didn't have the English caps, so I had to go into, like, the deeper part of the internet. I think I found it on, like, Vimeo. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to watch this. And it's yeah. very, it is very funny. Yeah. He's a funny so dude. So there's playful anti-Semitism in Ukrainian comedy. There's a lot of playful anti-Semitism. There's just straight up anti-Semitism. Oh, yeah. Playful. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Nobody's talking about it anymore. What the hell? Zelensky. Yeah. yeah, Ukraine. It kind of faded from the news. Now we got aliens in the news. Actually, aliens, aliens yesterday. What are your feelings on the... Uh, I fucking want to meet one. Do you one. think they're real? <laughs> I want to meet one. Did Actually, did you follow the story about what happened? I did, yeah. Uh, so what was officially the... So the, it's... It's a it's an intelligence person that is essentially one of those like Area 51 type guys. Mm-hmm. And he basically just solidified, like from his opinion, he solidified the fact that like, hey, remember all that shit the, we were saying was like a like a faux pas? It's real. It's yeah. we, we've we've seen ships. We've seen we have intelligence on these people. We we have them in our possession. Yeah. And it's like, OK. But is this dude insane? <laughs> like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like is this guy just trying to get his five minutes? Right. You know what I mean? People were um, like celebrating yesterday that it was like conclusive. The U.S. government admits that we yeah. have alien bodies and ships, and I was like. Was that what it was? Because it's a whistleblower who used it's to a, work for the government yeah. who's saying it under oath. So that's the thing is that, I mean, what is under oath anymore, dude? Like right. We're, we're praying on a book that, no, that a lot of people don't believe is a real thing. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Yeah. How are they going to prove that he was lying? Yeah. Like, oh, uh, oh, you're making me swear on a Bible uh, under oath? Oh, cool. The thing that I don't believe in anymore? That's cool. Yeah. No, I'll tell you the truth from, from beginning to end. Yeah. I'll swear on Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, put give me a give put a Torah in front of me. Yeah, I, I, that that has a little bit more believable like yeah. story. The Book of Mormon. Let's give do me the it. Book of Mormon. Give me the yeah. Um, but I think. So you think they are real though? I well, I want them to be. I I like, I just like anything that is, out, out outer worldly. Like I, I want something that's not just this guy did something to this guy or yeah. this country is fighting with this country. Yeah. You know, I want some Independence Day shit. Right. I find know? it interesting. You're right. Like any external information that yeah. comes in that can be factored into yeah, like how we I, look at. It's just another thing to talk about, too. I mean, right. I, it's 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 more fun than arguing with another person or yeah. a country, two countries having conflict over land or, mm-hmm. you know, oil or something that is a taxable asset. Yeah. It's or answering like, questions of like, why are we here? Like, yeah, I like those questions. I like I like getting very high and being like, "What the fuck are we doing? Here? What are we doing here?" Like yeah. when and when, I, when the thing is too is like when I say like I'll, I'll be like facetious when I say things like you know we're just like literal blips on the radar. Like we're not like our like I do believe everyone has like a bit of a meaning, but like mm-hmm. in the in the in hindsight or even in just like the scope of the universe. Fucking nothing, dude. Like, I don't think so. I think it's significant. No, we're nothing, dude. I like, think it's... but I think we're we, but we're nothing <laughs> but something from the aspect of like human beings. Like we're, we yeah. are something. We're here yeah. to do a task, or we're here to do something I that think... is going to hopefully live on for some sort of generation to pass along to other people. Mm-hmm. But to look at yourself in the mirror and say I am purely significant is, I think, a bad thing to do yeah 
I, 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 cause I, I don't know. I think we're capable of stuff. Like, I, I feel like we are, uh, our bodies and shit will decay and be gone and forgotten forever. Yeah. But I feel like interactions between people and like love and relationships and, uh, fun and, and moments. Oh and, yeah. And yeah. Good positive vibes and things like that. I, I think that's actually like almost, uh, outside of time and you know i agree the, actually i mean i agree with there, you there's from, value in that there's value there's uh, there's value in human communication and human like decency and and like uh joy emotional happiness, emotion, feelings like good vibes i think that's important i live but for that shit my issue is when people have this like uh existentialism about everything yeah when they're just like i am here because i am a god it's like <laughs> no the fuck you're not dude you're a you're a speckle of dust you're a dust <sighs> you're a speckle of dust with an opinion and a camera i am uh, god like shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah you 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 mean less than nothing yeah. sometimes that gets exacerbated too with the uh, yeah. the phones the, f- yeah. the the phone stuff. We're we're an egotistical society. I mean, we're just mm-hmm. drowned with stuff yeah. all the time, dude. And we're we're no better. We're talking heads. Yeah, I mean, we're doing it. What we're doing? We're doing a podcast into a light on a camera. This is our life now. It's so self-aggrandizing. This is what we do. Can you believe people like this is a job? This is going to be this a job. Is a job, yeah. It's a fucking job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty fun. Yeah, I'm having a good time. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I, I I greatly enjoy doing this for but, sure. But also, you know, I like to temper my expectations of society a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. like when I whenever I see a podcast or like a video go up, I go, man, someone's going to say something really mean about this. That's <laughs> immediately. I know that. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to be like stupid. Look, look at look at how much ankle this guy's showing right now. <laughs> yeah, these pants. The, yeah. Yeah. Thigh, yeah. Yeah. Look at this guy wearing shorts. Yep. You know, the first take uh, off your hat. You fucking jamoke. <laughs> <laughs> All the negative voices in your brain. There you go. Yeah, the first couple episodes I shot, I shot like this, just wide open, and the, cam- <laughs> and the camera was like right, was like <laughs> just one testicle falls out. Yeah, I am uh, up my own dick about this show. Be like, hey guys, what's going on? Hey. Uh, subscribe to my OnlyFans, five dollars a month. I might show you my I entire hang down. I don't think this is <laughs> special. Uh, Thought about getting on OnlyFans for a second. Yeah, yeah. I want to do bubble bath porn. You ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Basically, you just sit naked in a tub and part the seas. <laughs> He's like, "You want to see this under the bubbles? <laughs> You'll have to pay three ninety nine. <laughs> Four dollars on special this month. I'll part the seas." <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, does that sound like a $10,000 a month idea? <laughs> I think it does. <laughs> mm. Some Italian chicks from Long Island might be. Yeah, it's, it's uh, DMs are open. I'm at Zach Kosick, uh on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> if anybody has a bathtub I can use, Dude, I'll, I'll provide bubbles. It's hard for guys to monetize their uh, their uh, their sex work. I think Yeah. Uh, I know a person. I'm not going to say they're... Per- their yeah, name. no, I, I, I got a guy friend who does it too, but he's, yeah. but he's hot. And it's like it's, very it's, hot. <laughs> it's predominantly bi and gay dudes that you're yeah, yeah. putting work for it. So it's uh, yeah. gay, gay for pay, they say. Yeah, yeah. He said that the same way too. Sex work, gay for pay. He goes, he goes, I'm gay for pay. And I'm just like, 
Okay. I mean, that's great, dude. I'm really yeah. happy for you. I was like, you, like, you got a good body. Might That'd be well show interesting, it up. gay for pay. Because uh, do, do you have to, like, speak to your uh, viewers? Like, uh, yeah, I'm going to, yeah. Yeah, you do. You I, have to talk as if you're going to be. You have to talk as if you're going to you're gonna do stuff to them. So <laughs> I'm curious. I mean, I probably. Oh, God. I, I, don't I bet I, I could do it. <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm a pretty good method actor. I mean, I could definitely get into it. I'm going to do it right now. All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, <laughs> no. I I need like a like a funny username for somebody. Hey, uh, hey, thanks backdoor six nine for uh, the follow. <laughs> um, you could combine names with. I'm just pretending I'm in a bathtub right now. Hold on, let me get real comfortable with this. Brett Magic Gilbert. <laughs> Brett Magic Gilbert. <laughs> Big Magic. I see you have a book on there called Big Magic. Big Magic. It's gonna be my name. Big Magic sixty nine. I'd be like, hey, oh, yeah. You see me? I said I unbuttoned my shirt for you. Thanks for the thanks for the sub. <laughs> All right, maybe I maybe I giggle too much. Yeah, thanks for the. I thought I'd be damn. I thought I'd be gay for pay. <laughs> yeah. Turns I, out I'm awkwardly straight. Turns out I'm just straight. straight. <laughs> just another <laughs> cisgendered white male. Ugh. What a fucking. Don't you ever? I sometimes I walk into a room and I just feel like I have to apologize for being a straight white male. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Like I I followed Brooklyn. A, I, I had to follow a girl on a show one time whose entire set was just berating just berating men and i got up there and i was just like fuck i was like you guys don't want to hear any of my opinions <laughs> did her say go well it was it was rocky i think i think sometimes going too hard against the stereotype is like not even i don't know well, people it, don't love that either if it's funny sure yeah, if it's funny sure do it if it's funny i i think i think you can truly there's a lot of subjects that can be funny yeah. as long if you want to talk about something that you're passionate about and you can make it funny yeah have at it for sure i prefer that i want people to i want people to talk about the things that they're most comfortable talking about Mm -hmm. but there's also this ton of people who just go up there and just process trauma yeah and i'm like is there (laughs) i'm like is there's is there there's got to be a joke right is it coming it's coming right Mm, no a lot of times no i went to a show one time when a girl just took her shirt off on stage and she's like, I am a beautiful, a beautiful woman with all of the world looking at me right now. And I'm like, not. <laughs> she have a bra? No. Tits ah! were out. And I'm like. Dude, I would have supported. I would have clapped. <laughs> no. My, well, my thing was like, okay, this is a comedy show. That was the first yeah. thing that popped in my head. Yeah. So I was like, so yeah. immediately I'm like, there are tits on stage. Yeah. This is going to be tough for me to listen. Yeah. Because I'm like, those are boobs. For sure. I'm a pretty, pretty uh, pea-brained individual. Right. I like boobs. Yeah. Boobs are cool, man. Boobs, dude. So when she started doing bits, I'm like, all right, I'm in. But then the jokes like started rolling in and they got yeah. funny. And I'm like, oh, and she stayed, I'm in. She stayed topless stayed the whole topless time. Stayed topless the entire time and then ended up like crushing at the end. And I'm like, wow. Sick. That's Good great. For her. Yeah. Good for her. That's I was like, that's even cool. better. Yeah. I'm into that stuff. I like people that are like, are are out there, but also like are fucking just crushing at it too. Like yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they yeah. Don't fuck around with the material. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite movie? All time <laughs> favorite movie. Uh, I love. Uh, have you ever seen Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, Stanley Kubrick. Actually, it's the most unintentionally funny movie of all time. Just the whole scene where they're in boot camp. Is that the scene with the guy who's like? 
it's the the drill instructor. It's uh, and they beat the guy with soap. Yes, that's uh, it's uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes, uh, but yes. Arlie Ermy is the the drill instructor. Okay, uh, who fucking rules in this movie? Yeah, and just some of the shit that he says is so funny. It's yeah. it's the most unintentionally funny movie of all time. Can you quote it? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's that scene where like the the original boot camp scene uh-huh. so when they first get because this is set during vietnam and it's uh marines in south i think they're in south carolina uh-huh. what's i what's the base there's uh the, it's the fort big bragg in fort bragg Car- i think in it north is carolina i think it's something along those lines i i don't remember Columbia. exactly what but there's the scene in the beginning of the movie where he calls one of the um uh one of the recruits private joker because he makes a joke in the middle of him berating another one of the, like the troops, mm-hmm. and he like yells across the room. He goes, "Is that you, John Wayne, <laughs> or is it me?" <laughs> and the guy fucking turns around. He's like, "Who the fuck said that?" And he just runs across the room, and then he berates him. And then after he gets done berating him, he goes, "I like you. You're a comedian, Private Joker. Man, hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm in I'm in on this It's a great movie Extreme I, dialogue I, I, Yeah It's the it's, I talk about this movie To other comics All the time Yeah Because we'll, we'll share Like hey what are you Watching right now And I'll go yo Full Metal Jacket's on Like Netflix right now And they're like What's that And I go okay And I'll just like I have a, a part Of the movie When they're uh, I'll, I'll just like I'll throw it up On social media sometimes Uh huh where they're doing, uh, they're doing PT, so they're just like running, right? And they're just the cadence and what they're saying is so funny. Yeah, I'll yeah. play. I'll play it for you after this. Yeah, it, it it'll it hooks everybody as soon as I send it to them. I don't know, but I've been told yeah. some stuff like that. Like it's the like uh, I'm trying to think of the one. Oh, uh, I don't know what I've, I've been, been told. told. Eskimo pussy is mighty cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's. So good, man. Oh, man. It's I got to so, rewatch that one. It's I've so good. It. I've seen it. Um, that uh, reminds me of uh, Joe List has a new a podcast that he's brought back called Mindful Metal Jack. Yeah, that was. That? So I obviously it's it's based off mm-hmm. of the, the movie. The cover's based on it. It's got the yeah. same helmet and everything. It's a great, I, great pod. Yeah. Joe is a, a great comic. Have you met him before? I In passing. In like passing? It, it, He was with a group of people and was just like, hello, my name is. I wish mm-hmm. I, I wish I had more time with him because he's such a funny guy. Dude. You know? But Love Joe List. I heard he lives in Queens. He does. I see him all the time. You do? Yeah, I do. I see him all. He's just on the sidewalk. Yeah, just walking up Where and down the street. Where does he live? Do you know which block he lives? I'm in? not gonna do that. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Dude. It's not. It's not fanboy right, out tell, too hard. Tell me. Tell me after. I'll tell. I'll, I'll tell after you. After it's over. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I respect the man's privacy. Dude, no, I have a. I have a serious Joe List. Uh, I like him a lot. He's, I, he's great. I flew up here to uh, watch him tape his special. This year's material. Oh, did you were you there? Two December's ago. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's great special. Yeah, the first time of like scoping out New York and and going yeah. to see some of the comedy Just clubs. Con- I didn't go to open mics or anything. Consummate but. professional. Like that's the those are the guys like those New York veterans that you kind of look at now mm-hmm. that y- you can you also kind of know their story mm-hmm. so well now because of podcasts and stuff yeah. like that. And they kind of grinded and they did. Dude, they're doing all the same shit that we did. You yeah. know, they they are. They just you know. You, you, they, they just made themselves, you know, ever, ever more present than others because yeah. of the way that they write. And they just, it's like an athlete that's just always in the gym. First yeah. one in, last one to leave type. Like, it's just, yeah. 
you just got to do it all the time. Got to do it's it the all the time. the only way to get better. You start getting a bit of a, a cadence about you and understanding who you are. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not even two years fully into the city, you know, and I was yeah. a bit of a late bloomer per se when it came to comedy. Yeah, me too. Me too. But it was like, I feel like I just got to a point now where I'm like, I can hang. I can hang yeah. a little bit. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm never going to, I never, I never toot my own horn. Mm-hmm. I, I'm. I need to. I need to. But you feel. I need to be a little bit more. But you feel kind of like yeah. confident in like who you are. You know bit, who you are. I like. I like you the know fact you of, have like yeah. a skill set. You know. I, you can I know what it. I deliver. I know yeah. what I can do. You're not like every yeah. night like oh god. Yeah, I'm not. I don't feel like shaky. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm doing the best I can. I'm looking forward to getting rid of the shakes, bro. Yeah, you'll get rid of the shakes. I'll get rid of the shakes. Yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> I, I'm. I still like, especially if it's a brand new thing that I'm doing. I'm like, this is gonna fucking blow. Yeah. You always got a little shakes. Yeah, there, probably. I did a brand new joke yesterday, and it's before I even said the joke, I was like, you guys are gonna hate this, and then I did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And I, yeah. I, I, I was there. Yeah. I want to stop myself because I was like, it actually is not a terrible premise. So I need to yeah. just keep yeah, going. Yeah, don't say. It. Don't even say. It. Yeah, yeah. I know. Self doubt is part of the game. Yeah. It's gonna. It's gonna. How do you overcome self doubt in your own life? Just keep doing the joke. Like mm-hmm. especially if you especially if it gets like a laugh after you say you hate it, mm-hmm. you're like oh maybe this is something and then you just kind of peel it back. Like I I wrote a new tag for it and I'm gonna try it today and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but good deal. What makes you yeah. in today? Uh, I'm everywhere. I'm gonna do Brooklyn, Manhattan. Just go everywhere. I'm gonna pop into a show. Uh, might do a little time. So. Okay. Yeah, man. We out here, baby. Uh, we we out here. Yeah, we out here. Well, we're at like an hour and twenty. So uh, yeah, that's yeah. a pod. Yeah. That's a good pod. That's a good pod. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm, I want to get something else out of you before. Okay. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything sexual on this camera. So, you know, yeah. when you say get something out of you, it's just like let's see yeah, that man juice. Your- <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna ask. Uh, Best piece of comedy advice you ever got, and uh, or maybe just advice you would give to other people mm. where you're at now sure. versus because again, a lot of people at this point that are still listening, I think, are are folks in South Carolina, people that mm. haven't moved to a big city yet. So yeah, they're just kind of getting yeah, their, getting they don't their... even know like what it's like to have you know yeah done I, the mo- like you and you know I've only yeah. been a couple weeks, so I don't know shit yet. I think the best piece of advice, the best piece of advice I've gotten so far in new york uh there's an older uh veteran comic guy that's been around you know he's a he's a touring guy he's mm-hmm. uh just become a pretty decent friend of mine because i it's amazing if you when you just treat somebody like a human being right that they come back yeah. and they treat yeah. you like a human being back um so he uh came up to me watched me do a set and he gave me a little and he like watched my set and it was, i was a little scared because I was like, I was like, I respect this guy. He's very funny. Yeah. And I had, a, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of walking towards outside and he was kind of following me and he goes, slow down. I go, what? He goes, your thoughts. He goes, you have a lot of thoughts. He goes, slow down. He goes, cause you're funny. I can see it. He goes, you have, you, you, he goes, you have this like silly comic yeah. value to you. Yeah. He goes, so I can tell you, you can do comedy. He goes, but you got to slow down. You got to consolidate your thoughts. He goes, because if you slow down, he goes, and you're more methodical, people will recognize that and they'll be like, this guy's making a point. Ah. He goes, you're not just, he goes, you're telling jokes. He goes, but your, your jokes are going to have poignancy. So you need to just, he goes, just be a little slower. Yeah. And I go, all right. And I said, that's probably the best advice. And he goes, also, uh, when you make money, buy real estate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. He goes, invest in shit. I go, invest okay, in shit. Good idea. Protect your... Uh, yeah, protect your assets, invest in prote- shit. Yeah. Well, folks, that's good advice. I thought so. Yeah. Totally. I'm totally. so much slower now on stage. Yeah. But you know, still it's, fun. It's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. You know, I see some comics that do uh, talk quickly. Um, Joe List talks quickly. Yeah. I, I think. But there's um, also like... There, he'll there's, talk quickly in a setup. And there's then, purpose, though. Definitely. Yeah. He'll, he'll like lay out all the details that you need and then pause and then boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, boom. That's essentially what <laughs> I would... Lo- yeah. I got to get to that point where it's just like... Just punch, just rapid fire punchlines are just something that is, you know, something that you, it's a learned trait. You just mm-hmm. got it. Once you do a joke a couple of times, you're like, I can throw that there, throw one more thing there. And like, mm-hmm. like the thing I like a joke I'm working on today, like that's the thing. I wrote two new like tags on mm-hmm. top of a punchline and I'm like, oh yeah, this is way better now. So yeah. Yep. Just got to. Yeah. And that gets you excited to try it. You I do. Yeah. I have it's to not try just it. The old joke. If the I old do, joke. Yeah. Plus these new tags. If I don't try it, uh, I will be sad. <laughs> I get sad if I don't try it. Yeah, now, it's, now yeah. that it's in your brain, you exactly. get yeah. it out. It's like, if I don't try this, then here, yeah. comes, here comes depression. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's great advice. Well, dude, thanks for coming on. Hell yeah, dude. Shout out your socials one more time. Yes. We'll... Yes. Uh, uh, Zach Kosick uh, on all social media. Zach K Comedy on TikTok. It might... Just from a pure standpoint of letting everybody know, I believe that is the new handle within the next week. So I'm going to switch everything to Zach K comedy. But right now, so uh, Kosa, K-O-S-C-U-I-K, that's where you can find me. Nice. Everywhere else. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. We'll link whatever it is below. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for doing it, man. You're the first New York guest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which no, it's awesome, yeah, we'll man. get some heavier hitters in here next time. No, right? no, no, it's been great. We've already we already hung out. We've already done karaoke. We yeah, uh, we did. Yeah, what a yeah. side of me you got to see. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's been great. But yeah, you guys have been awesome. It's been great getting to know you. And uh, yeah, man, check Zach out. Follow him. All right, thanks yes. for listening, everybody. Thank you. If All anybody right. has a job, uh, let me know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll write for you. I'll you do whatever need you need. I'll do. Need dude, I'll literally do anything, you know? Yes, exactly. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Ain't got no more bones to run. Once that day was done. Ain't got no, ain't got no bones to run. Once that day was done.